The Neo Reality Entertainment brand expands with a relaunch of the Neo Reality Collective Pop Culture News Talk. Your host, Eric Brown, gives his insights and thoughts in the ever-expanding news world of comic books, professional wrestling, gaming, TV, and movies. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa. Today's edition of Neo Reality Collective is brought to you by Anchor.fm, a free distribution service podcasting hosting platform that allows you to record your podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so much more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor.fm app or go to Anchor.fm to get started today. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Welcome everyone to Neo Reality Collective. We're back, and this time, uh, yeah, we're we're doing a new crisis. The crisis is coming for like the seventh time. I mean, okay, yeah, it's kind of surprising how between Crisis on Infinite Earths to Zero hour, it was 20 years, but then if you take out zero hour, since that wasn't really a crisis event in the in the biggest sense of the term, uh, it was pretty much like what uh, 30 or 40 years since the first crisis. Then we got infinite crisis, then a few years later, we got final crisis, then a few years later, we got convergence, then a few years later, we got metal, then a few years later, we got death metal then a few years later we get dark crisis which was the original name for metal until dan didio was overthrown by scott snyder and jeff johns when they were arguing behind the scenes and now he dan didio wanted a darker ending because he's an edge lord but uh that's a different subject uh yeah Another crisis event, and this came out after on January 19th, an article came out on DC.com, DCComics.com, that the Justice League comes to an end in Justice League 75. So, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, after he took over the book, did a lot of stuff that I have not kept track of because it's Brian Michael Bendis, and I am just not interested in him as he used to be because I really kept thinking, like, uh, if only he was working on Ultimate Spider-Man again, or just did his own DC universe and just not deal with the main continuity. But anyways, yeah, so they decide to, for the final issue, bit Joshua Williamson and Rafa Sandoval. If I butchered that, I am sorry. They team up for the final issue, which will kill off the Justice League. So, uh, yeah, he's going to kill off from what the solicitations indicate and from the images he's killing off, thanks to the cover art by Daniel Sanfier. Sanfier uh, is going to be Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Arrow, Black Canary, Batman, Aquaman. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, 
John Stewart, Green Lantern, Boo, Why Him, and Black Adam. So at least they're sticking with the Black Adam edition, though that means Naomi's probably safe. And the reading of this is this, the death of the, death of the Justice League is only the beginning of the story. Oh yes, I'm sure Dan is off somewhere just having a, oh, oh yes, we're killing off the base timers. But, you know, I'm pretty certain they're not going to be dead as much as they're hyping this up as like they're dead. Like Superman was dead for a time and then he got better. Regeneration Matrix. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to go with, oh, they, everyone thinks they're dead. Someone sent stuff that indicates that they're dead, but they're going to be alive somewhere. And they're going to be trapped and they're too powerless to stop it. And it's up to the legacy characters to do the job, which is actually kind of an awesome idea. But anyways, let me get on to with that. We've been building the to the death of the Justice League for the last year across the midnight. Williamson said, I remember buying Death of Superman 30 years ago, and now we have an opportunity to take that idea and go bigger with it. Justice League 75 allows us to showcase why the Justice League are the comic's greatest heroes, as we show the aftermath of the loss against their biggest threat ever and its impact on the DCU. Well, if the death of Superman was any indication in the Justice in the Justice League cartoon, it's gonna be mass pandemonium. Being able to draw, so a new dark army made up of the DCU's greatest villains have fallen on the edges of the multiverse, and the best and most powerful heroes are pulled together in epic war to push the darkness back. In the end, the Justice League are killed by the dark army, with only one survivor to warn the remaining heroes of Earth about what is coming for them. And by the remaining heroes, he means like a hundred or so different characters. And that's not even, and that's the ones they're more showcasing these days and not the thousands they have in reserves. Yeah, they don't really address that. They should make a offshoot book like to like Batman Urban Legends is, but be more broader and focus on all aspects of the DCU in like a prestige format. But you know, that that's just me hoping that they actually do that. Uh, yeah, so if I had to guess who is the... If I was to guess who is there to warn who died and the coming war that's about to break loose, if I had to guess, I'm... And judging by other things that came out, I'm suspecting Black Adam's the survivor. I, I'm... That's just my inkling that I could be wrong. But... Yeah, it does look like it's certain images for the upcoming event they're doing. It does seem to indicate Black Adam is the survivor of what seems to be the massacre of the Justice League. Which is kind of crazy. They even got Dan Jurgens to do a burying cover for showcasing the coffins of Green, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Batman, Aquaman, and Superman. So I'm pretty sure for Superman, this is a common thing. Batman, he's only died once, twice if you count Final Crisis. <laughs> Man. So yeah, so six, even though there seems to be more than six on the cover arts, but okay. So yeah. The artist of the book, Rafa, said, Being able to draw the Justice League is always exciting. They are just the greatest superhero team of all time. We will see an evil coming out of the darkness and more dark characters that will be revealed very soon. This book is just a story point. Fans do not want to be left behind and miss what is going to happen. So, 
<laughs> so what happened was that you have to read Infinite Frontier, number zero, the Infinite Frontier miniseries, and you have to read the ongoing current miniseries, Justice League Incarnate, which all sums up the whole dark side stuff and the great darkness that is coming from the Legion of Superhero stuff from like 40 years ago, 50 years ago, maybe 60, which, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of a long, 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 long time. So, yeah. Uh, like I said, this is a super... So, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Great Darkness is this thing that Darkseid... Okay, so, so this is where things got overtly complicated. Because now it feels like all the Christ... So, remember how originally... The crisis started because the Anti-Monitor wanted to take over all reality and subsequently destroy it and commit mass genocide. Then, a decade or so later, Parallax decides to retcon the universe and tries to restart the timeline and they better images, better images and give everyone their own perfect Earth to make everybody happy. Which led to a bunch of rank retcons and hijinks ensued. Then a few, then a few years later, we got the events of Infinite Crisis, where the here, where the lost heroes of the multiverse from the first Crisis are set out to make the quote perfect Earth, and Superman and Lois Lane are manipulated by Alexander Luthor and manipulate Superboy Prime, and all the hijinks ensue with that and the retcons. Then we got Convergence, where Brainiac stealing a bunch of timelines, and no one cares about that because that wasn't part of anything. Then we got the events known as Metal that involves the destruction of the berry of the that involves breaking a crack into the bleed wall, which you know hijinks will see from that. Then Justice League No Justice cover that stuff. Then it was revealed Perpetua was the mother of the anti-monitor and the original monitor, and we never saw the original monitor ever again. After he disappeared, after the events of the Justice League Doom War, also known as the Overmonitor. Yeah, it's a mess on that. So, this went from being Perpetua is the main villain to saying this. So, basically, Anti Monitor says this I was the ultimate villain. And then Perpetua is made up and says, no, I was the ultimate villain, and this was all part of my plan. So, yeah, this is the thing that gets more and more confusing. So, and then before that, Dr. Manhattan was I and the Curiosity Man, and this was all part of my diabolical plan. Yeah, you see where this is going. This is basically like the Fairy Odd Parents episode where all these characters just conveniently reveal that it was all part of their plan to get rid of something and fix something on their end because they have nothing better to do with their lives. <laughs> God. That's how confusing it got. It went from being the anti modders evil plan to being Perpetua's evil plan to being Dr. Manhattan's evil plan or just bored curiosity, cold curiosity. Then it went to be Darkseid's plan with Final Crisis to lure out the great threat that, that even scares him, even though he made no indication of such a thing, like, at all. 
even in Justice League Odyssey, which if I'm correct, Joshua Williamson wrote that for a time. And then now they're revealing that the great and, and metal even retcon final crisis to reveal barbados manipulate certain events in order to get batman to be a conduit of sorts yeah you, you get this confusion and now you get this event which says justice league incarnate confirms that all these characters are just avatars of sorts of the great darkness from the pre-golden age stuff so basically the story is it was always the great darkness's evil plan to conquer the multiverse and i'm that guy that's like what the actual hell is going on anymore like this is grant morrison levels of insanity and i'm pretty sure even grant morrison at this point would be like what is going on what is so yeah, yeah, that, that's basically it. They're revealing all this was the, and the great doctors also had the power to manipulate Dr. Manhattan, which led to DC New 52 to weaken it. So, <laughs> considering how they made Dr. Manhattan more powerful than Darkseid, as according to Wally West and DC Rebirth, which means Darkseid is a, nothing more than a footnote character at this point because of how many times they went ahead. And then they even said Perpetua whispered in Darkseid's ear in Final Crisis to manipulate him. So, wait, then how does that work if the manipulation is from Perpetua, but now it's being said that the Dark, that she had nothing to do with this, she was just a footnote in this massive character's evil plan, only to reveal Darkseid was trying to stop him even though he could have just told the justice league and they could have come up with a plan that doesn't involve mass genocide i'm mean, like dark sides a lot of things but he's not stupid yeah you see the confusion oh god we're so fucked so yeah Joshua Williamson then goes on to say, after reading Ravatha on The Flash and seeing the amazing work he did on Hal Jordan the Green Lantern Corps, I knew that he excelled at big cosmic battles while also finding those emotional moments between the characters. Saying, adding, Rafa added, it, I was lucky to work with Joss in The Flash and it was one of the most fun times of my career. He has always given me freedom to work and does not set my boundaries to creativity. When I drew Josh's scripts, I always get reminded why I wanted to be a comic book artist for years ago. The super-sized 48-page issue will be available at local comic book shops and participating digital retailers on April 19th. Joshua Williamson, Rafa Sandoval, covered by Daniel Sinfier and Alejandro Sanchez, with written by Joshua Williamson, 48 pages, $6.99, all on cardstock. So... Oh, God. See, see this is... This is so confusing. I am so confused. Why did you do this to me, DC? Why have you made this so wovenly confusing? Why? And I'm not even talking about the Dark Crisis event announcement. I've just talked about the continuity make it all make sense thing and i am still confused oh.
Okay, so after a few weeks, we got the announcement in February, on February 9th, where they finally announced the big event. Uh, oh, by the way, Pariah is now the villain, it seems. One of the big villains now. Yeah, Pariah's kind of lost his mind because he's now having to relive this over and over again. And then now has basically snapped and lost all his lost all his marbles. Which is something I'm amazed Dr. Manhattan didn't do because he's pretty much the also other guy who had to live every single event that happened in DC and has to keep revisiting the history over and over and over and over from his perspective and the cold murders he committed. But anyways, enough about my complaints about continuity and the confusion that ensues. Let's get, talk about the confusing continuity that ensues. Oh god, I am so sad. DC Comics has announced their summer monthly event. It goes by the name of Dark Crisis. Of creators Josh Williamson and Daniel Sanfier. Sanfier. The seven-issue event kicks off in June at Comic Book Shop. Join them in, in is Alejandro Sanchez. This is on colors and timers by Tom. I can't pronounce that name. I even I've already failed enough times. But a bit that's not only epic in battle of good versus evil, but it's about showing how heroes relate to each other when faced with the impossible. The event kicks off with Dark Crisis Free Comic Book Day Special Edition by Williamson and more, with art by Jim Chung, Sam Beer, and more. Available on Free Comic Book Day and a special one-shot Justice League Road to Dark Crisis Number One will be available at local comic shops on May 31st. Dark Crisis is an epic DCU event about legacy. It will have all the giant fun, cosmic battles, multiversal set pieces, as but it's not about reboots. It's not about retcons or rebinding time and space. So thank God we're not doing that. At its core, it's about the characters and the relationships that we've seen built over DC's great history. DC Dark Crisis spins out Justice League 75 Death of the Justice League and connects all the story threads across the DCU since Infinite Frontier Zero in a major way. You find the new legacy of the DCU as we honor the classics, you can't miss it. In the original Crisis on Infinite Earths, Crisis on Infinite Earths by Marv Wolfman and George Perez, the homeworld of Pariah along with the Infinite Multiverse was obliterated. Now this mad soul survivor has found a way to bring his homeworld and the entire Infinite Multiverse back from the dead. But the way to do it, Earth Zero must die. Ah yes, genocide. That's uh, that's the perfect logic. An ancient destructive force called the Great Darkness, which makes me think Destiny. Even though there's more context regarding the Great Darkness, considering it's had a staple in the Legion of Superhero stuff, and even first appearing in Swamp Thing by Alan Moore. Ah, so Alan Moore is to blame for this. <laughs> oh god, I wonder if he's gonna complain and rant next time. I mean, let's be real, Alan Moore has for years been better about the industry and really hates DC for understandable reasons, but he seems to hate several writers, one being Jeff Johns for always, quote, as he was said, digging in his garbage can or trash can. Which says a lot. Now DC's like, we gotta bring the great darkness back and bring it in big ways. So the force called the the great darkness is the weapon Pariah will wield as he paves his path to rebirth and vengeance. 
and DC's next big event, Dark Crisis, the heroes left behind must come together to combat this great evil and save the Lost Justice League. Call that, but what happens when not everyone agrees to join the fight? Because we needed also the mandatory superhero versus superhero battle because everyone wants to be a dumbass. So, there's that. So anyways, how's the totality doing anyways? Are, are they going to be involved in this? Or is anyone going to be brought up in speed what's going on? To me, Dark Christ is a big celebration of all DC fans. It's a huge full event of epic and heart, an event that embraces the past while looking to the future. Joshua, Joshua and I are the biggest DC fans, bold claim, and this is our love letter to these characters in this universe, so why not just say that? So we get some preview artwork of, of the Dark Crisis event, the massive funeral pot, the massive wake where even the villains are attending in, in memorial remembrance. And it does seem to look like Black Adam's still alive. And then I finally saw this image of Hal Jordan meeting uh, Jonathan Kent, Superman, and Wally West Flash. There's just something oddly familiar about this art. Daniel Sanfier's art, I don't know if it's the coloring that makes me think this, but when I look at Hal Jordan's art appearance, I'm thinking, you know, he reminds me of somebody. I'm not going to say that guy's name because he's kind of said things and done things that I really am questioned of, but I won't bring that up for the sake of my sanity. Let's just say um, he was the artist on Jeff Johnson's Green Lantern Rebirth run. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, that's what the artist, that's what Daniel Sipier's art to me looks like. It reminds me a little bit of that other artist's work. I don't know if that's intentional or not, but it just it just seems kind of awesome. And not with all the complication problematic issues that we have to that we're forced to hear these days. So more artwork with Wonder Girl, aka uh, uh, Jolly Jones's character from Future State making an appearance since Wonder Girl got canceled and it looks like she she's not gonna be um Yari Floor is not gonna be killed off in Trial of the Amazons. Then we see more artwork and the legacy that DC has left behind. What's Dark Crisis Zero Free Comic Book Day Special Edition about? Witness the rise and fall of the Justice League! The event years in the making in here with Dark Crisis! The Justice League's comics' great superheroes team made up the le of DC's legendary heroes. Those they have saved the world countless of times. No crisis was too much for them to handle. Until now, the Justice League have been defeated by the Great Darkness and its army of DC's most dangerous villains. Now a new generation of heroes must rise to protect not only the multiverse, but also the legacy of the DC Universe, a prelude to DC's biggest story of 2022. The one-shot Justice League Road to Dark Crisis Number 1 will be available May 31st and features a variety of artists and writers, including Joshua Williamson, Bill Kennedy Johnson, Clayton Henry, Henry, Stephanie Phillips, Dan Jurgens, and more. So, Casey, what a world we have the Justice looks like, like to set the stage for the Dark Crisis event. The Justice League have tragically fallen in battle, and now we see the aftermath. How does the world react to the Justice League being gone? Which heroes will rise up, and which heroes try to take advantage? What dark forces are lying in wait to attack? An all-star roster of DC's talent showcases a well-rounded Justice League, and sets the stage for the next month's Dark Crisis event.
So, yeah, we got like, we got um, multiple, multiple events going on with this. Like, we already just got done with Fear State. We're going to get done with Shadows of the Bat. Then we got Shadow War. Then we got Flashpoint Beyond. Yeah, it's kind of a mess, right? Right? They're, they're trying to borrow too much from Marvel. Oh, God. But we'll get back to this after these ad break and whatnot and we will get back to you right after these messages and talk about more about dark crisis the next dc comics book event until the next crisis happens phil we'll be right back after these messages go get yourself a drink or something and i'll see you all in a minute take care welcome back everybody we're finishing off this podcast with the next talk so yeah there was more details that came out after where Winston went on Twitter and took to social media to talk about the first few pages of the first issue from DC Comics. The first one being From the Darkness Comes the Light with Batman and Robin and Dick Grayson, age 12, going ahead and swearing the oath of, to fight crime together as a duo, as a dynamic duo and whatnot. With the first statement saying from Joshua saying this, this is the first page of Dark Crisis, number one. We open the issue here because I wanted to show that with the start from what this story was about, that out of the darkness came the came a light that gave birth to one of the greatest legacies in comics. Ooh, Dan Danny's not gonna be happy about hearing that. He's gonna throw a fit. Danny boy. Then we cut to a massive splash page featuring all the legacy heroes throughout the DC's extensive history. The generational history, the classic heroes, the legacy heroes, the psychics, the families, all aspects I love about the DC universe, and I wanted to tell a story about why these pieces are important and crucial to DC. Then we cut to the massive wake event that involves the death of the Justice League and their honoring of them, with Nightwing giving a eulogy, so naturally he was the perfect guy for this. A epic battle of good versus evil. Heroes versus villains, big surprises, reunions, the return of lost heroes. As much as this event will have a massive cast of fight scenes, it's really about showing the heroes' relationship with each other as they are faced with an impossible crisis. Then we see that slap, that page where Green Lantern, how Jordan shows up. Um, out of all the characters, you would think he'd be the one that get killed off and not Jon Stewart, but okay. Dark Crisis is a love letter to the ever-growing DCU to celebrate the characters and the relationships that we've seen built over DC's great history. It's not going to be a doom and gloom. Ah, uh, me boy sad. It's going to be a fun roller coaster featuring all the heroes you love. Then we see Super Superman, aka Jonathan Kent, age 16, in overlooking the statues of the Trinity and giving a smile, act, saying he'll honor them. One of the main highlights of Dark Crisis is working with Daniel and Alejandro. They are doing breathtaking work on this series, all of this artist from Dark Crisis number one. Then we get this cover art with featuring The Great Darkness. As glass shatters everywhere with Pariah, Darkseid, Wally West Flash, Hal Jordan, Jackson Hyde, Aquaman, Nightwing, and Superman, all together as glass shatters and floors, cracks, and everything. 
as the great darkness begins consuming all with his dead white young blood diseased eyes. So, uh, the average Monday. Dark Crisis is a seven issue series that spins out of Justice League 75 and connects all the story friends. Then we get more Daniel Simpier stuff, adding a fight scene with Superman and Wally West Flash going ahead and kicking ass against people right outside of Congress's building. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response because if I do, I'll get depressed. Then we see. We see Yari Floor Wonder Girl battling another demon creature with her Pegasus with her while Su and Superman poses with his big smile. And that's about it. So Newsarama went ahead and decided to talk about this event especially, so I was all and I wanted to talk about it too. Talking about if DC Comics' Dark Crisis affects all the ongoing series going on, they have suggestions on who they can replace the heroes currently MIA. So yeah. Since, you know, so this series was established that they all do, they all, this all takes place later down the road in their future timeline and whatnot, but it's still kind of important. So, yeah, Flash, that's perfectly alright, since Barry Allen left and joined the Justice League Incarnate and Wally West took over, so that's perfectly fine. Aquaman, uh, Aquaman, the upcoming mini, upcoming ongoing with Arthur Curry and the upstar Aquaman Jackson, Jack, Jack on Hot, Jack and Hyde. So, yeah, yeah. So they suggested Tempest to help step in to fill in the role that for Arthur, for uh, for Arthur Curry. So yeah, I was like, that that could work. And then we get Wonder Woman. There's going to be the upcoming Trials of the Amazon event. And let's see. Um, yeah, considering how the, how everyone in one... How there's like two Wonder Girls right now. The current Queen of Amazon being Nubia. And Hippolyta, also Wonder Woman. And all our strong cases take over the, to the title star. With the current Wonder Girl, Yari Flora, expected to... Expect, being a possible candidate because well she has been she was the future wonder woman in the future state timeline but they make the argument like everyone like everyone like i am immediately saying it should go to donna troy and i was like take my money i want donna troy to have a major character role in something give me something and then there's green lantern so yeah so they suggested Hal Jordan, there are others such as Joe, I would also, and since Jon Stewart's apparently gonna die, and yeah, there could be like OG Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, Nat Allen Scott, that's a more complicated topic. Uh, so I, I would honestly just say, let, let's just bring back Jessica Cruz and everything on that. For Superman Action Comics, Superman is already being starred by John Kent, now subtitled Son of Kal-El. So, yeah, that, that's perfectly alright. For Action Comics, I kind of want, I, I do agree that of their stance on Kara Zoel, Supergirl, to take over, the, take over Action Comics. Though at the same time, you could probably do some more with that and feature more of the House of L. So, 
Yeah. Also, Batman Superman's World Finest. Uh, yeah, right now that's just like set in the past, so that's perfectly fine. As for Batman Detective Comics, yeah, that's a bit more problematic. Yeah, you, you kind of we don't want Nightwing to go back to the Batman suit like he was when Final Crisis ha after Final Crisis happened. Uh, Batgirl's kind of doing her own thing. Uh, Batman could easily just take a break, and Detective Comics could just be you know doing their own thing where it features the, all the cast members of the bat family and and, and you there could also we you could like lex luthor has been also trying to go ahead and indicate he's gonna be the next batman but he was also superman for a time so yeah as for the Justice League, Joshua Williamson did write a Future State Justice League group, which consisted of, of basically every character they had in Future State at the time. John Kent, Yari Floor, Jace Fox, or Tim Fox, Joe, the Green Lantern Girl character, and Aquaman Jackson Hyde. So I get a feel like they could do that. But I also kind of... Like, I would rename it a different Justice League name, but I would kind of argue you can make the Titans be the new main staple group for a while. Like, just do something different. Something! I know I'm asking too much, probably, aren't I? But, yeah. So, this is the next big Crisis event, and there's a whole bunch of ideas you can go with. Like, I'm hoping that with these legacy characters... They bring in they they bring in the mixture of the old legacy characters with the new legacy characters, and we get a balanced book of cosmic proportions with Pariah losing his marbles and everything, and Darkseid trying to be self, trying to basically be the Darth Maul of uh, of the DC universe, where he's trying to preemptively stop it in his own twisted, messed up way. Yeah, that that that's just that's a thing we accept. So yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen when this event comes down. It's gonna be insane wacky and probably all the insanity that comes with the with the dc universe but i'm kind of hoping it's a good 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 event and it has long-reaching implications and can we please please just stop with the crises for a while like i kept hoping death metal would be the temporary end of the crises and you could just do threats of a crisis but not actually go all out stop the crisis from happening but, okay. Still thinking they should do something different with, with, with this. Like, after Dark Crisis, it's like, come on, take, like, 20 years off. You can still do your big war events, but, like, can we just not do the Crisis stuff for a while? I would say. I'm pretty sure we'll see it again by Logic in 2027. So... Wait, yeah, I think 2026 would be proper because uh, Death Metal was just, wow, it's been three years. Wait, has it? No. Oh, it's been uh, going to be three years soon in a few months, but that's, so yeah, uh, we could just go 2025. But yeah, uh, anyways. 
Neo Reality Collective. Um, hoping these get back on track and everything. I'm not gonna make that promise though. I've uh, been working on other YouTube content also as well in the meantime. So we'll see you all next time. This was Neo Reality Collective. Feel free to check out my other content and everything else. And stay tuned for the last ad break and outro. And I'll see you all next time. Take care. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.